You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Our names are Dante Serechia and Tyler Hoskin. For years, we sat in front of silver screens, silently watching programs filled with regular people who become heroes. Now, we not so humbly take it upon ourselves to tell you about them and their stories. Together, we review and rank the superhero and comic book theme shows airing today. To do so, we have to become someone else. And as partners, we must become something else. We are the Super Boob Tube Dudes. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes podcast. I'm your host, Andy Sarekia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. Nice. And we are the dudes. And we're back. I'm uh, back from vacation. And uh, we had a lot of shows to kind of go over here. So we're, we're going to kind of breeze through some uh, major plot points and, and things like that. We're going to be talking about what if uh, the latest, the last two episodes, but not last two, but uh, the last two that aired, we're going to talk about the last two that aired of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. We're going to talk about the premiere of Stargirl, the season finale of Superman and Lois. And then uh, I'd like to kind of talk about the last three episodes of um, of Titans. Now, this is only two, three and four. Um, I, I know they, they, they revealed, uh, you know, three episodes on the top, but I, I, I didn't really get to them. We kind of talked about a little bit, uh, the last couple weeks or in the last episode and, uh, five just came out today. It is Thursday, August 26th. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just cause we couldn't really get to it. A lot of shows we're trying to catch There's up on. Now, did I miss anything? So many shows. I don't think so. Okay. Um, so right off the top, uh, just some news. There is some awesome premiere news for uh, Flash, and I, 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 I'm not sure if it's I, – I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you read the article um, about you know what's going on. There's like a, I guess there's going to be a crossover event in the premiere of these uh, – uh, I'm, I'm assuming – isn't it just Flash is the last thing that's on the air? Like oh. the last thing that needs to be aired out of the other shows on CW? Because Supergirl just started. And maybe it'll cross over with Supergirl. And Bat- well, I mean, it's Supergirl is going to end its last season, right? So it'll be... Right. Nothing is on the CW has started this year's season. If that right. So, yeah. So I'm curious... Right, so I'm. I'm. Well, will Supergirl end in the fall? Uh, Supergirl is. Uh, yeah, well, I think there's like just a few episodes left, so Supergirl, it'll be done no, it just September twenty first. Whoa, 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 whoa! Supergirl, yep. not Stargirl. Yeah, Supergirl will be over. Oh, because this is the last half. Yeah, oh yeah. shoot. Holy crap. Okay, I got really confused there. It, it, to me, it felt like the season just started because it's been off for so damn long. 
So yeah, um, totally after, forgot about there's that. There's only four more episodes after the one okay. we're to talk about. So and then these are the last last you know five episodes of this of the series. Okay, so I don't know if she's going to be in this five part crossover. That it, it seems like we're going to get Black Lightning in it. We're getting uh, uh, I remember thinking we're getting the Adam in it. Um, the uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Choi Adam. Um, or I guess that character turning into the, the new Adam, uh, we're getting Batwoman in it. And then obviously the flash. So it, apparently there's supposed to be this five part crossover or five episode crossover series. I, I, I assume it's just going to be, uh, was that legends will be over. Supergirl will be done for good. Uh, I think it's just going to be between flash and Batwoman, as far as I know, but it's, they're calling it Armageddon. And it's like this big crossover event that's premiering or that's starting in the premiere of those shows. So it's going to be pretty cool. I'm very curious to see, you know, uh, if, if, you know, they're just going to make like this a one-off crossover episode thing and then start the seasons after it, or if it's going to start the season of the flash and the season of Batwoman. But there, I, I, I didn't read the article. I just saw what was going on and saw who was in it. Um, but that, that's, that's all out there online and, uh, it sounds awesome. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm down for it. I think it's kind of cool. Like that they're starting this season of the flash off with a crossover. That's kind of interesting. Um, uh, other than that, there's really not much more going on. I mean, even in the Marvel stuff and, and DC stuff, um, uh, you know, we're, we're getting, uh, what's it? A doom patrol soon. Uh, you know, Titans is happening, uh, which is fantastic, uh, you know, compared to how I felt about it in the first episode uh, from last week's uh, podcast. But I, I, I don't there's not really much news going around for, uh, you know, superhero TV stuff. Um, you know, we know there's things there's shows coming and things like that, but there really uh, there's been some castings. Uh, they cast uh, Guy Gardner. Um, not an unknown character, not an unknown actor, but not a big actor, uh, for the, uh, uh, Green Lantern Corps show. But, uh, like other than that, there's, there's really, they, they, they cast a villain for the flash. Uh, they cast a, a character called Despro. Um, and that looks good. Um, it's, it's going to be Tony Curran. Like you most, you would know him most or best from the Doctor Who episode where he played uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I, I don't know how they're going to portray that character. Maybe he'll just do the voice. Uh, I don't I don't. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, there's some cool stuff coming. I really hope the Flash is good this season. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I really hope Batwoman is, is better. Uh, you know, now that, you know, we're kind of we're out of the looking for Kate stuff, you know, and it's just, you know, it's Ryan's Batwoman show, uh, which is which is awesome. But what do you want to start with first here with the, the, the shows we got? Do you want to start with the single episodes or the double whammies, triple whammies? Right, whatever, man. <laughs> let's do it. Whatever. Um, well, let, let's talk about uh, Titans so we can kind of catch up on that. So. I finished the episode. Now, you watched all three episodes before last season, before last podcast. No, I only watched the two. 
Okay, so I really enjoy, like, I thoroughly had a different feeling with watching episode two than I did with watching episode one. Like, I really did not like the premiere episode. Um, I don't know if it's just the way they structured it or whatever. Um, But, you know, obviously, I like, you know, the way we we get Jason Todd. That's fine, because that's how it happened. Or uh, Jason Todd turns into Red Hood. That's awesome. Then the second episode goes into, you know, He's back already, you know, at the, at the very end of the first episode, he's there, and now he's causing havoc and stuff. We don't really know why exactly, other than, you know, he's just got really bad anger and hate issues. It's got to be because of this drug he was developing and taking, and they kind of allude to that in the next you know, couple episodes, how he was you know, making this drug and and all this stuff. Um, and then we got Coriander, if you want to skip to just different characters here. She's having weird sort of uh possessions i guess you could say and then you know we her character ends up leading to her sister toward that third and fourth episode uh in this bunker and that's pretty much her story like she finds her sister you know blackfire and breaks her out and that's her story literally nothing goes on with garth other you know beast boy other than him by kind of becoming dragged with everybody <laughs> uh to to save uh, oh my God! The same shock man after his stupid mistake of literally falling into a trap step by step, which was uh, ultimately ended in his just demise. Which I was really like, I knew it was coming. Like I kind of thought he was going to die, but it was so bad. Like they dragged it on, and not bad. Like I like I hated it, but so bad. Like I I I, I love the. I hate that he's gone. I love the way they did it. And, oh, man, uh, just him coming back, you know, being a, like, bike cop and then getting sucked back in and then everyone coming back to Gotham because of Jason's death. And what did you think about, like, all that stuff going on? Cause, I mean, it felt like the characters felt so separate in, until they came together for a short while, you know, to try and stop this fake bank robbery thing and i I don't know you don't want to call it like a double cross but this total like trick red hood played on the titans i guess like the only time they really came together yeah um what what did you think about like his his death how it happened and and all the craziness no i did well i really didn't see it coming i thought like they were gonna save him and obviously i knew that the the trigger was the gun but I didn't see, I didn't see that. Like I, I, I kind of like, I was like, oh man, she's going to shoot him and it won't work. But I didn't, I didn't see the trigger being in the gun. That wasn't something I saw. I was really surprised by that. Yeah. I, I uh, did. That was great. I... It was crazy. Like Superman or Superboy just putting I'm, that thing together. Yeah, I'm so and happy God, that they're not oh. afraid to just kill people off. Well, and like really dig deep into the lore of the characters and use their powers in ways we've never really seen. Like, yeah. I, I love that. I mean, super. It feels what feels weird to me is that uh, now I don't remember exactly what happened with Superboy at the end of season two, but it, it seemed like you know he's not that he's different. You know, I mean, he's evolved a little bit, but. I just don't remember what happened with Superboy at the end of season two. 
So it just seems like, man, he's a part of the team. He's got crypto and he's good to go. You know, after all the craziness that happened in those first two seasons with him and Cadmus and all that craziness, unless that was all in season one and I'm just not, you know, no, that was, putting it that, together. Yeah, that was all Cadmus was season two for sure. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just seems like, you know, everything's fixed and he's a good Superboy, and there's no issues with him and, uh, you know, the world and trying to acclimate. I don't know. It was just very, uh, like, very easy. But I love it. Like, I, him using the super speed, the, the breath, and, like, all of those things, uh, it seems like they're really utilizing all the, the gifts these, these heroes kind of have, except for Garth. It's like, oh, he's a tiger. Great. And there's no, they don't do anything with it. He's just there cooking pizza and kind of getting punched by uh, Starfire. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. It, it's it's. I really love what they're doing with Dick and then Scarecrow and then Scarecrow finding out everything, you know, about the Bat family from Jason Todd. And I I thought that was great. You know, bringing in Barbara Gordon and you know trying to work with the system. You know, and I, I, you know, the whole the cabin thing in that third episode and, I, you know, tricking Red Hood with, uh, you know, with Scarecrow broke out of the cabin and he thought it was Dick and then Dick was behind him and then just messing everything up. And I, I what did you think about that last episode? Like, I really thought they were I don't know. Are they dragging Red Hood out through the whole season? Is that what they're doing? I really kind of hope not. Like, I hope it's yeah. only a couple more episodes. I think they are, to be totally honest. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I kind of, I kind of don't like that. Like, it's just too many. Like, what is it? Ten episodes, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I yeah, I, I wish they would split it up. You know, um, and, and now that Coriander has her sister out, I, and not that I want to see more alien, you know, family drama. Right. But I I, th- I think just uh, there's thirteen. I don't know. Episodes. Oh, there's thirteen. Well, I really hope they don't drag it out. Yeah, uh, you know that's just a lot of of Red Hood and I don't know. I I don't know if I buy the Red Hood stuff. Still, you know, I you know him being such a like the kid's voice and he's just so young looking and sounding. And I don't know. I don't know if I buy it too much. I buy the fighting. I, he's definitely not the guy under that cowl when he's fighting. <laughs> as far as I think, I don't know. You know, I, I guess I have to research that, but I just don't. I don't see that kid. You know, obviously because they have stunt doubles and stuff. But right. I just don't. He's just such a tiny human. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't buy it. That's. What, it's really hard to to really suspend that disbelief for me. Especially when, like, Nightwing knocked half of his mask off and you see, like, that CG face underneath. <laughs> right. It just didn't, it, I don't know. It, it kind of, it throws me out a little bit. Especially when the voice modulator is wonky. Uh, I do like the deep voice under the mask. But then he speaks on the phone to, <laughs> you know, to the hawk and, and then Dove. And you're just like, this guy's a child. <laughs> yeah. It just It just throws me out. But I still I love what they're doing with the show. I love the story stuff that they're telling. And who am I missing on the team? I mean, you know, Hawk and Dove, and now I don't know what Dove's doing. She took off. But I love what they're doing with Dick Grayson. Um, 
and I don't know. I, I, I wonder if we're going to see Batman again. Like, not that we need to, but I think we kind of do at the same time, just so he can see Jason Todd is alive. It would be kind of cool to see Batman sort of team up with the Titans. Yeah, that would be pretty at, good, for sure. You know, at least one time. You know, not not a flashback like we saw last season and stuff, but, you know, Bruce Wayne comes back, or I don't know, maybe he just doesn't want to be Batman anymore. It just seems, it just seems a little off. But I, I love that you know they have, you know, I love the lore that they've kind of brought with this show. Uh, you know, we have Barbara Gordon in the wheelchair, and and like all that stuff happened, and you know they even bring up the Joker was a Red Hood before he became the Joker, and how all that stuff was playing out and being tricked. Uh, you know, before they found out it was Jason, like all that's awesome. I love what they're doing, what, how they're telling it. Um, you know, all my little gripes and stuff aside, I, I'm really enjoying what's what's happening. So I'm excited for the fifth episode. And I, it's weird because that first episode, I just did not, I didn't like very much until the very end. Uh, and then now I'm 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 kind of all in. I'm all in, but I really hope they don't drag the Red Hood stuff out too long. Uh, I just, it's just too much. It, it really is, especially all the stuff that's already happened. Yeah. So, you know, okay. everything that's happened and he's just in the three episodes, it, it's, it's a lot of stuff has, has gone down and I just can't see it going on for, for more. It would just be, it would just be a lot. <laughs> it would just be so much. And, or, or it would just be too much downtime and boring. Um, but anything else you wanted to talk about with Titans? that I may have missed or that you liked or disliked? No, I don't think so. I'm intrigued to see what happens next. Yeah, I mean, after that last fight, uh, and then now did did the guy in the helicopter shoot Nightwing? That's what I thought. Okay. Um, All right, well, yeah, we'll see. And then, you know, Red Hood got away, which, you know, obviously. I mean, they're trying to shoot you know, one person that, you know, they're trying to shoot <laughs> through the trees and all those woods. Like, why would you, would you even, you wouldn't even bother. But it was just weird. Uh, man. Well, you want to get into, well, let's talk about the scissors sticking with those, like most. But we'll, we'll, let's talk about the finale of Superman and Lois. I'm. I I I can't wait for the second season. Oh, it better like I really can't. Jesus, fuck, so good. I mean, they have that HBO Max team. You know, they it was not made like I love the hybrid shows right now because they're so different from the straight CW shows. You know, Supergirl, um, which is really good. This the I keep I want to call it the premiere episode, but it's the last five episodes, but it coming back is really good episode, but the hybrid shows, the Superman and Lois and the, uh, uh, star girl show, because they're supposed to go on HBO max. Like I love these shows. They just feel so different. And they, I don't know. I, I really hope they keep making shows like this, or at least try and make the other shows feel a little bit more like like that, but I can't see it happening with Flash. They have a whole system, 
and I don't know how long that's going to be on the air. It's coming back for another season, like Legends of Tomorrow. Right. And but yeah, I don't know. I I love what they what they did here. Um, you know, the whole Eradicator stuff happening. Uh, man, him trying to turn all these military guys. He turns all these military guys into Kryptonians, and then you know him and John, Superman and John, have to try and take everybody out and they need a plan and what did you think of like their whole plan of getting did you think john was gonna friggin' die dude i thought he was dead yes i thought he was dead for sure i'm so glad he's not i'm so glad that he they they, they did their plan successfully and it was just so badass when they did it too i was like yeah <laughs> i was like cheering so much and then i did not expect uh, the ending, like, man, when uh, what Talro's dad is inside Jonathan, and or was it Jonathan? No, it's not Jonathan. He wasn't inside Jonathan. He was inside. Uh... God, I don't know why I can never remember his name. Who was he? What's the other kid's name? Oh, um, shit. <laughs> I don't know why I keep wanting to think Brandon, but it's not Jonathan. It's, no, it's not Jordan. Brandon. Jordan. Jordan. I knew it was a J. So I mean, he's inside Jordan. And they're trying to do like the brain thing they did with Superman. Like they're, tr- like they're trying to infiltrate his mind and weed out the, the evil and find his self to fight off the Kryptonian that's taken over. I thought all that was awesome. So good. And like him just it, not working at first. And then finally getting through, uh, you know, and like almost choking out his brother and all like, oh, like all of that was just it was like so heart wrenching. But they did such a good job of making you like really scared for everybody. Like his brother might die. His mom might die. She's sitting right next to him. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I love that stuff. I, I thought that, uh, you know, I thought the whole, uh, you know, General Lane. Uh, you, you know, kind of, uh, you know, making a, a a turn, a change in this in this finale was awesome too. Like it's, it's something you really don't see from this character, and I like what they're, that they're doing that with this show. Like there's so many different things with all of these characters, especially the new ones like the boys. But like all of these characters have done so many different things you've never really seen before on TV or the movies or in the comics. Like there's, there's these different twists and turns. It's really weird because in all of that, that's happened in the the different changes feels like this is kind of like, what if Superman, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's kind of cool. I I really dig how they're changing things up and, uh, you know, and they're, they're they're making it work like they're and they're like really filming it cinematically. Like and and as I watched this this finale, I kind of I felt like I was like, man, this whole season was just like a stretched out movie. It felt like to me like it could have been just like, here's this guy in town and he's, you know, doing the stuff with the mines and then they figure out he's you know, trying to find this ex kryptonite to give these people powers and insert Kryptonians and Superman. And, you know, you have John Henry in there and his history with Lois and, 
daughter. And like, it could have been a movie that they just stretched out into what thirteen episodes. Yeah, pretty much. And, and it's it, it's it's they did a really good job. Like it really felt like a thirteen episode long movie. You know, all little filler and stuff in there, which is actually still really good. But it the whole premise of this season felt like a movie script to me. And it totally could have been, you know, very close to some other themes we've seen in other Superman movies. But I'm so glad that they really filmed it that way, too, because it really felt like watching a movie sometimes Uh, just cinematically. The way they they made it look was just really, really cool. And now what after they ended up, you know, really taking down Talro? Uh, what, what, what did they do with him? I mean, they didn't, did they, did they, was he just depowered? Like, cause that wasn't really explained. Like it was just, he was just kneeling on the ground after he got beat up by the hammer and Superman, yeah. all that craziness. Like, are they putting him back in prison? Does he still have the eradicator stuff in him? Did, did they didn't die? What I'm just, that was one thing I was really confused with the episode. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, right like it was just kind of oh the hammer hit him yeah it's over uh what? right yeah yeah he was just like kneeling down there and he's like we could have been brothers he's like dude we were he's like you just want to be an asshole <laughs> yeah, so much. it was just it was just weird like I, I that was the one thing i didn't get closure on in the season finale you know and then uh then they had like this a little tiny funeral for a uh, jorel's crystal is that right yeah because that was the crystal that uh Talro took from the fortress. Oh, he blew it up, right? That's what got. Well, blown yeah, but the, at the right, but yeah. well, yeah, the fortress didn't get blown up. No, the crystal did. Yeah. The crystal did. Um, and you know that was sad. Like I was like, I was moved by that. Like it was his, you know, his real dad. Mm-hmm. You know, not, Jonathan Kent was his real dad too, obviously. But I mean. His biological father, he can never speak to in the fortress again. Uh, so that sucked. Uh, but th- I mean, th- all this new, th- like the the new mythology they're adding to the character is so interesting. And I and I, I love seeing, you know, they're not repeating stuff we've seen in the comics, you know, or ideas we could really think of ourselves. But like, there there's so much stuff and and weight to Superman, and, and there's so much history that. I love how they're just bringing up and they're just tossing it up and doing whatever they want with. And I think that's kind of cool. Like I really have no idea what the second season could be about other than more, uh, you know, uh, more Jordan, and his powers and, and things like that. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, what did you think about the John Henry leaving and, his decisions why and you know and they're at the barbecue at the end like i, I it really made sense it was just like i i can't be around you <laughs> you're yeah, no, my totally. wife you know <laughs> it totally makes sense absolutely yeah it they, they they bring the emotion in such a great way don't they oh for sure it's it's perfect yeah it, it feels real like it really does like i, I it makes sense and they don't they don't waste too much time on it you know it keeps moving. It's 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 not like the Flash. We were like, oh, I miss Iris. She's been gone for nine episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's good. It, they they move the story along. Like, and I think it's just like 
the way they plan and write the season, maybe uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, we always harp on the the fact that like most of the CW shows that are just seasons were just way too long. It really hinders the storytelling. Uh, so I, I hope they kind of figure that out. You know, and I, hopefully they're figuring that out now with you know Stargirl and. Uh, you know, they've kind of had short seasons with, with Legends, but that seems like such a separate show. Um, but then with Superman and Lois has been kind of a short season as, as well. I, I hope they can... Uh, I don't know. I, I hope this Flash and Batwoman are not super, super long, but I have a feeling <laughs> that it's going to be back to formula in this next season. And, and I, I think it, it hurts the show a little. You know, it really drags stuff out. But uh, Superman, what what else? What did you really like about the the Superman's uh, the Superman and Lois that I didn't really you know talk about here? Oh, I mean, I think you're right on the the whole thing is just one big movie, and right done very well and cinematic more than any other show on the CW, oh, right? Absolutely, and like. It was, it's dark, but at the same time, not so dark. Yeah, it has like that. It's a very good middle ground between like the lightness and like the goodness of the, you know, the characters. And and like I said, it just kind of feels real. But, uh, you know, and, you know, everything aside, uh, you know, all the great stuff about it. I'm, I, I did like the way they handled the, um, the Lang family a bit toward the end, it, it, a little cheese, but you know, I really thought that he was going to, that, you know, the, 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 the chief was going to die. Like the Lang husband was going to die and he, <laughs> you know, but then that didn't happen. And then now they, then they stayed and, and all that stuff to kind of rebuild Smallville or whatever. Um, but I think they need to watch a little bit of how much they spend time with that family, uh, or at least get them into the know of, you know, they know he's Superman. I don't, I, the West one real big gripe is that I don't know if I like that Lana doesn't know he's Superman. And that, that's just a huge gripe, but it's one, one little thing. I don't know if I like, right. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I kind of figure that she should know. Um, but yeah, I, man, this amazing finale. Like, it, it may be the best single season of any CW show we've seen so far. You know, other than maybe season one or three or two or whatever, The Flash, like, those were very, very good. And, and Arrow had some really good ones, but I this was just, it, it was leagues above so much stuff in the past, like, five years. Wouldn't you say? Sure. Oh, absolutely. It's probably some of the best Superman content we've had. Oh, oh definitely, definitely. So I really hope we can kind of stay there and, uh, you know, get, get into more of that, uh, you know, with the next season and, and whatever. But I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. I, and I really I want more. I do want more crossovers. Like, I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to get Supergirl again, you right. know. I, I, I am sure she'll come back for a crossover to here or there, a single episode appearance. Maybe you know, I know her season's done. It'll probably um, it'll probably end with uh, her going back to Argo, 
with dad. Yeah, she yeah, she may yeah, that may happen. And you know, we can go right into that too. Like uh Supergirl was really good this episode. Uh you know, preachy as always, um, which kinda gets in the way for me, but it's always been like that and it's it, but it was still such a great episode. Um but yeah, I, w- with the crossover stuff, like I, I really hope that she can kind of make time to, to swing by, you know, and make an appearance, and do a little crossover, or even just you know a single episode uh, appearance crossover would be awesome as well, uh, because I, I do really like the character, and you know, I mean she's not the greatest character ever, but when she's in the show with other people, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, fun, man. And Supergirl actually has Supergirl in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, the show can kind of, you know, veer off and, you know, they have a lot of characters and it kind of seems like team arrow sometimes, you know, and that's the thing. Like she's not dead. Like team arrow arrow is dead. Oh, and uh, speaking of, of that, one thing I did miss, it's, it, they did show images in the article. And, uh, you know, anyone wants to correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, this, I don't know if anything's like legit, but they did show images of like the Black Canary uh, and female Arrow characters may make an, you know, appearance in that, that five Armageddon, five episode Armageddon crossover you know, premiere with the flash. So that, I mean that they may come back too because they're characters within the universe still. And we haven't seen them, uh, since the end of arrow. So I'm, I'm hoping we see them too, but I, I love the idea of, you know, these characters coming in. I mean, Diggle has been going through different shows. And also you were asking me, uh, you know, uh, not on the podcast, but privately about, you know, the fortress of solitude. And now that we're kind of in the middle of here with Superman and Lois and, Supergirl, how the fortresses do kind of look look different. Absolutely. You know, and maybe we don't see all the fortress with Superman and Lois, but they film it that differently. Just, and yeah, it seems ridiculous. Like It does, but it's got to be the same universe because Diggle's not hopping universes. How, well, have, have we, has Diggle been in Supergirl yet? Maybe Supergirl's in a different universe. Uh, well, see, she was already, but then they brought her in. I don't, and, and she mentions Barry Allen in the in the premiere, and Iris West Allen. It's so confusing. It's connected, my. It's connected, my dude. It's connected. Right, but I, why I mean, is whether the fortress it, different, like, like why? the fortress is just different, or maybe Supergirl has a had a different crystal in the Arctic and made her own fortress. Maybe there's two damn fortresses in the Arctic. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I, it, well, then they. It, well, then it's like uh, God. Uh, what do you want to call it? Um, I, okay. It, <laughs> then it's the same fortress that looks a little different because the shows make them look different. I. How? What do you want me to say? It's totally connected. There's too many things connecting it already to let the fortress be the deciding factor. I, I would just <laughs> I would like Greg Berlanti to come on a podcast <laughs> yes. and tell us what the fuck is going on. Yeah, that's, that that's that is another thing. Do. That's what I want you to do. Well, right. I mean, Make so the I, the only thing we can kind of uh, you know, uh 
surmise after a crisis happened is that all the shows we saw minus Stargirl were thrown in, you know, were thrown into one Earth, Earth Prime, or whatever they want to call it, Earth One now. And then as the shows went on from there, we found out, you know, Earth Two still exists. We have Jay Garrett. And then whatever Earth Titans is in, whatever Earth yeah, uh, this, Doom this Patrol is, is in, this is and then whatever, <laughs> whatever Earth Star Girl did, and then you know the, the multiverse still expands based on if you want to take MCU logic, the the <laughs> you it's know so the fun, branches. Right? It is. It, 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 that that's kind of how I feel. That's kind of how I see it. You, you know and that's why I would love to see more crossover stuff. This is why I, because I want to see the connective stuff that you want to, like, I want to see Superman interact with Supergirl again in the fortress. Like, I mean, yeah, we had little flashbacks here and there in Supergirl. Supergirl's dealing with super PTSD, but you know, uh, getting back to the, you know, review discussion part of the show. <laughs> but <laughs> Supergirl's dealing with with super PTSD because you know she's Supergirl and she would have super PTSD. <laughs> so, so uh, all this stuff that happened with the Phantoms and being stuck in the fan- stuck in the Phantom Zone and all that craziness, you know, her having no power and basically being human in there and being you know tortured and you know no that don't time passes and all the craziness like how long was she really there and uh, then you know she's finally out and i guess she's slowly waking up is that how we kind of started the episode with you know brainy getting the cake and all that and him there i love how they brought back like they're worried about him eating the cake because he's having like like really bad issues with yeah, he's, uh, he's, eating yeah, really funny <laughs> But I, I that's the reason why I want more of these crossovers and her coming back is to have that connectivity and see what's what and you know what will it take for um you know what, what will it take to find out where Stargirl stands is her Jay Garrick the same Jay Garrick we see in Flash from Earth Two or is it a different Jay Garrick like we, we know we're going to see. Jay Garrick in Stargirl this season. Like they filmed episodes. He's in the show. So it we're going to see that. I'm very curious to find out a lot of that. Um especially with his, you know, talk in Flash with like, you know, he's talked about the JSA in Flash, as far as I remember. Uh so I, it's gonna be interesting to see where everyone stands. Uh, in the multiverse, I, I guess, uh, on on those shows. But I really like what they did here. You know, we we, we have Supergirl's dad and, you know, him trying, you know, ca- having trouble comparing Earth to Krypton and uh, fixing the oceans and saving the world and, uh, you know, causing havoc with uh, upgrading a robot from the fortress to destroy trash and, I thought the whole big monster thing, you know, the trash monster being a big villain in this episode and trying to stop it and save the robot. And it was so comic booky and I loved it. I, I thought the episode was great. And I don't, I, I don't, I don't really have any qualms with the episode other than it being, you know, extra, extra, 
uh, socially preachy. Uh, you know, and I don't I disagree with any of those things that they bring up because they're real and it's a problem. But it, it just feels like I this is my escapism. And this is, you know, that they're get, they get too real sometimes and it throws me out. Uh, yeah, but it, like it's it's almost every episode that. It, yeah, it, it really, it really every is. so often it would have been it would be fine. But since it's like every it, it kind of feels uh, like I don't know. I, and I don't know if it's the writers just trying to be, uh, you know, preachy and, and spouting the, the, you know, the, this, the rhetoric and all the craziness and of the world within the show, if that's just their choice or if it's, and I don't know, I don't, I don't believe it's like a Melissa Benoist thing. I don't think she has that much control. You know, she's just the lead star. I mean, she has a lot of control, but. I don't, you know, I, I just don't know. There, there's, there's, I think the writers really love to throw that stuff in there, um, too much, uh, instead of focus on, and it works for the show in most, yeah. for the most part. For the most but part. yeah, for him, but, but it's, it's, it's like really in your face and it can be a little much sometimes. But I, I've really, really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, I, I, I'm very curious to see if we're going to see more of her dad, you know, or if he's just going to, you know, Hey, I'm off to Argo, <laughs> you know? Um, but I liked seeing another Kryptonian on the show. And usually I, I kind of thought he may turn bad and I'm really glad that didn't happen. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Did you kind of feel the same? I was definitely waiting for him to turn bad. I still, yeah, kinda, it I was kind of am. Yeah. It was on the edge. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know what's going to happen there. It's going to be. I I don't think he is now. I, I really don't. I, I think if they had their shot and they, you know, they didn't take it, which I, you know, I'm happy about. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, I think he's just going to stick around in Argo City. And I, you know what? I would really like to see an episode of Supergirl dealing with something in Argo City. Like it's always around and in central, you know, not Central City, but uh, National City and all that, and. You know, they do their their stuff, you know, around there. But I would really like to go and revisit Argo City and have some sort of episode adventure there. What do you think about that? Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, it would be cool to kind of bring that back in. And I would love to see Superman appear in the show. And I don't know if that's going to happen in the finale. But it would kind of be shitty if, you know, we didn't see Superman sort of you know i don't know what i don't want to say he he wouldn't send off his cousin because she's still around but it would be still would be cool to see that character the the wikipedia only has four more episodes but imdb has 20 episodes this season so we're gonna get a bit more supergirl than i thought so okay so how many more episodes do we have uh so that was episode eight so Oh shoot! Yeah. Oh, so we got twelve more episodes? Yeah. Oh damn. Okay, so we have a lot more than I thought. A lot, a lot. Okay. More episodes. And... Oh, well, that's cool. And it looks like John Diggle is making an appearance in Supergirl, so everything is connected. Ah, gonna... <laughs> this is good. Uh, I see. I'm. I'm. I love that. I and think it, that's really yeah. cool. And it looks like a bunch of characters are showing up uh, again for the finale episode. So like. Oh, see, it, it, that's another thing. Like, so that's maybe, exactly yeah, what I like want. It'll, 
it's going to be like Monel. Uh, oh yes. When okay. James Olsen, like everybody's kind of coming back. So that might, see that's see cool. Super, Superman show up and have a, a nice little send off. That yeah, see that would be really cool. I mean, even you know Superman's done with, and you know his season's over. It, it would still be awesome to see him, you know, in the off season show up on the Flash, or you know, man, if he. It would be cool to see him appear on like Legends and help them out. Uh, you know, all that stuff is 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 so much fun to me. Um, I don't know, man. I, I really hope we kind of we kind of get that. Uh, we kind of get that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it's, it's just this. Just it's a lot of fun, and. I don't know anything else about Supergirl. I, I think that's I think that's pretty much it for me. I I really enjoyed what happened. You know, I, I like the interactions between Brainy and uh, her dad. And uh, uh, what was the what was the guy's name she was dating that basically said, "Hey, I'm dating somebody else now." <laughs> oh, uh, that reporter dude. Um... Yeah, um, I I kind of. I, I did. I dug that. I, I I liked that he didn't like. He's like, I'm not waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, not that he had to. And I like her reaction to it as well. Like she wasn't severely bummed. She had so much more problems to deal with already. But I wonder how much more of the PTSD stuff she's going to be dealing with in these last few episodes, or I guess the last half of the season. There's way more episodes than, than we've already seen, but. It's interesting. It really is. Like, I, I wonder how long the PTSD stuff is going to last because it's a huge thing, and I, I like that they're bringing it up. And it it's something so different than what we've seen in this series before, right? Yeah, and it's good to show that. But... Sure. Yeah, it, it, I thought that was really cool. It's a very interesting aspect of this the storyline in this episode. Like, I wasn't expecting it. And I was like really happy that it was kind of happening. Like, obviously, yeah. Like how? Like I love how they're showing how messed up the Phantom Zone can make you. And it it was spooky, dude. It it made it more scary after the Phantom Zone stuff than all the Phantom Zone stuff we saw. Well, I mean, it, you that's know, what it does to you, right? Imagine having that yeah being like that in the Phantom Zone, right? Right, and then that, that that's what I really liked about it. Like, I mean, all the Phantoms. We we saw you know running around mess and then her learning about stuff that happened on Earth that she didn't know about that she blamed herself for like I was not expecting, um, I was not expecting you know that to kind of be such a big deal, you know, uh, and it is and and I I, I really I I respect their right idea to kind of you know get that into the show you know it's and you know it's an it's another big heavy topic that they they want to dig deep on but this really worked for the show and uh you know other than uh garbage is destroying the oceans you know you know and that's fine they do that in the comics all the time and 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 whatever but this this like really hit so much closer to the hero um I'm just I'm I'm very happy that uh, 
that I'm, I'm really excited to, to, to go deep on that. And I, I'm just wondering how long they're going to, to do that for. So that it's, it's good. It's, it's really cool. It, it makes a lot of sense to me. But, um, yeah, and I don't think there's anything else to talk about with, with, uh, Supergirl. I think, I think it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's a good show. It's, it's, it's doing its thing, you know? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, I, I'm really glad it's back. It, it really just came back strong for me. Uh, well, let's talk about the legends. legends. So, this show, man, it it felt like just going really sort of as much as I like the the bowling episode last podcast we talked about. <laughs> right. it, it definitely was like the baseline. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't the greatest episode ever, but it was like one of those ones that was like, ah, that was fun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then the the next one was. Uh, man, remind me what what was going on with with this episode? We saw, um, uh, it was what's her name came back. The alien came back, and uh, she had her little tentacle kind of doing some bad things that we didn't know was happening until a little bit further in. And it was like the wedding sort of planning episode. Is, is, is or yeah, am I wrong? Of, kind of, sort of, yeah. And. It just, uh, the, oh, yeah, that was what it was. The whole, like, board game sort of episode. Oh, my God. John just absolutely abusing this magic. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it was fine. Like, a, the, the John stuff was fine. But, man, like, he's just gone so overboard. And I love what they brought in the next episode. But, like, everyone dying, like, it was kind of like Clue mixed with uh like another sort of board game i i can't remember right now well, it's like it, you, have you never played one of these board games before well yeah, well, yeah that's exactly what it was, it was like it was like uh, one night or what was it uh one night ultimate werewolf and uh, mafia mixed with clue like they're trying to figure out who the bad guy is among all the people playing yeah and yeah and it was it, it's cool it was good and then it was just way off the rails for everything <laughs> Away <laughs> it was. Uh, it got real, real. It did, and and that's fine. But it, but it was like all this other stuff kind of happening around it was was make. I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite episode. And Rory's about to give birth to these aliens at his head, and uh, uh, John is absolutely addicted to this blood, dark magic. Um. And nothing else is really kind of happening. I mean, I mean other other than uh, I guess what was it? It was the episode before they were doing the dresses and stuff for Ava, and, and this episode she was part of the show. And um, well, remind me what kind of happened there toward the end? I I, I can't remember. Oh, they the trying to get episode? information of the yeah the the first one we're talking about. Uh. Well, yeah. The board game episode. The board game was they're trying to Kayla shows up, fixes the jump drive. Right, right. And her extra the, the tentacle they, the tentacle that they read the the meat printer. Yes. Makes another bishop. <laughs> yes. Starts to make and, another bishop. 
that, and then they also realize, you know, what happened with, was that the episode where they try and ask Spooner about what happened with John when you were in the cave and she couldn't remember, or was that the beginning of the next? I think that's the beginning of the next one. Okay. I, I thought that was great. I'm loved that they brought that back up because it it was a big deal and I was afraid it wasn't going to be brought up again. And I love this episode. Like this may be the best and my favorite episode of the season, just dealing with John's addiction. And then, you know, the B and C stories of, uh, well, I guess you wouldn't call it that. I think that the B story was a good, you know, it was like probably 50, 50 with the whole story going on with Bishop and Ava and, um, you know, mostly Bishop and Ava. I mean, you had a little bit of uh, uh, Sarah, but it was mostly Bishop and Ava. And I loved that. Like him having so much history with all these other Avas, her having no family and all that emotion, like really was the deepest. It was probably one of the best written things that they've ever done on this show in the whole series. Like I love the like not having a family stuff. And him just like doing all that stuff too with the, you know, being a clone, being so similar to Ava and just wanting to, like, I feel both emotions through him. Like, even though he's manipulating them to the max, you really feel like some of the stuff that he's trying to bring out of Ava by not having a family and being connected to anybody, even though she's part of the legends and not having any lineage and, and and then kind of building a family with Sarah and and all that stuff, like you really kind of feel that as well with him, but he's still on his plan to manipulate them, which was really really well written and really well done. All the different things he was do, doing and the choices he made. Uh, what did you feel about that? Like I loved that part of the story. Oh, it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very good. Well, well done. Uh, it was one of the better episodes of the show, not just this. Yeah, season. that's what I'm saying. Like of the series, like this, everything that they like they threw at us with him, you know, taking the earpiece and you know him getting close to Ava and Sarah thinking she's manipulating him and like it, you know I love how they can kind of bring in like all of that craziness, uh, you know, and, and seriousness and. Uh, and then you know sarah is just kind of being jokey and 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 then the the funnies on her side this time you know <laughs> and 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 then finding out that he's six percent sarah and all of that and, and then you then, and then you have the c story of mick giving birth to these little babies and then them being a part of the b story you know and, and then, well, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe the Sarah, or maybe the uh, the Ava and and Bishop stuff, the A story and the B story is John. But that story was great. Like him, like the, the addiction and in his love with uh, Zari, and like all of that was so heavy, man. It was it was really really good. Like I, I don't know what they did, but if it's a fluke or what, but. This episode had the best of the show in this episode. And, you know, not the crazy action and not the, the crazy superhero-ness and comic booky, but the best of, like, TV stuff. Like, 
the uh, drama and the emotion and uh, the character stuff like was so deep in this episode, uh, you, you know, and, and the heavy issues, the addiction and the, 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 the loneliness of some of these characters and, you know, either on a spaceship and it's it, like all of this stuff, you know, being inside of this crazy show what felt so different from everything they've really kind of, uh, like hit before other than like the loss and stuff that most of these characters have felt, you know, with Nate losing so many love interests and, and things like that. But uh, I really like the, uh, the different aspects this episode really took on and, uh, you know, and they throw in the funny stuff and <laughs> the aliens come out of mixed nose and, and things like that. But then ultimately, you know, it's all part of, uh, you know, Bishop's plan and taking control of the ship. And uh, I just, I loved it. I, I thought that that last episode was just, was just fantastic. And I, I really hope this kind of pushes the season to a better place because it's kind of been sort of all over the place and not really following any direction. And, and I know that, you know, it started off with Bishop and, you know, I wasn't, I really wasn't expecting it to come back around with Bishop but I, I I still don't understand the alien storyline that they're trying to fix with the universe. That's the only recurring like connection that they're really not dealing with. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. It, uh, I, I, yeah. That's the only thing. As good as this episode was, they're not following their like mission, uh, and it just feels like they're off track. But man, this episode was so so well done. Uh, I mean, whoever's writing this show, I, I didn't really go deep into the credits and see, but this the show should be this like all the time. It's just is very very good. Uh, and we really got to see some great acting too, didn't we? Yeah, it was it was a good episode for sure. Agreed. Oh man, um, what do we have? We just have what if? Uh, did we do Star Girl yet? Oh well, we didn't do Star Girl. Um, well, oh man, so Star Girl. Um, this uh, this this show is great. It it really is. Uh, it's it's. It feels a little legends goofy at at times, don't you think? Yeah, sometimes. It does. And it has that charm and that silliness, but it I, I like how they also like they really bring it back down to earth and grounded at the same time. Um we have oh, we talked about the premiere, right? Yes. Okay, so in this the last the latest episode, not the latest, but the episode before um, was, uh, man, no, what they do didn't really go into more Grundy stuff. Although we got to see a perspective of Grundy. Um, and I'm curious if we're going to see that. I think we're going to see him again, but I, I like how we get, uh, uh, Rick, Ty- Rick Tyler, is that right? Um, yeah. feeding him and, and whatnot. Um, and what, what, what really happened in, in this episode? Uh, we have, uh, we have Courtney going back to summer school. 
And we have another character kind of dealing with PTSD in um, uh, Wildcat. Uh, I can't remember her name. Um, uh, Yelena. What is it? Well, Yelena. She, so she's dealing with the killing. Uh, who did she kill? The dragon? Did she kill the dragon or was, did she kill somebody else? I think it was her. She slit his throat? Or was it another character? Because we know um, well, like, Courtney's was, brother is what killed what's his name? The ice guy. Yeah, she's Cameron is right. On a, a whole thing happening there. So anyway, but she's dealing with that, and I like how that's kind of dragging out because it's it is really bringing different things to that character and how she reacts to certain stuff, and and I like how it's just not all. You know, I love how like not all of these characters are like. Gung ho, superhero. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm dealing with shit, dude. <laughs> you know, and it's 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 fun. The different dynamics of these characters now kind of working together, and also we have uh, Beth dealing with her parents, learning that they're uh, you know very distant with each other, and also her, and then she finds these files that they're getting divorced, and you know. And then, you know, are they really getting divorced? Is it just papers? You know, what's really happening? Um, her sh- still trying to find, um, uh, what's the thing's name? The goggles. What was the guy's name? Oh, I, there's so many characters, man. Jesus. I know. There's so many damn characters. Uh, it's not rich. It's, uh. Dr. Midnight, I can't remember his real name, but she's trying to find him in the goggles, the AI. Uh, and, and they're having a tough time doing that. Uh, but uh, nothing really happened in the episode other than the Green Lantern stuff. And I loved that. I want to see more. And I was Chuck. really sad that we didn't. I'm sorry? Chuck. Chuck. Yes. So Chuck, he was he's the AI that she's trying to gather through the goggles again. Um, and we get a little appearance of Chuck again in the third episode, but I love the whole, uh, green lantern, you know, uh, his daughter sort of stuff. It's awesome. Um, now we did not get to see any more. Uh, I mean, just to kind of side note or sidetrack off, uh, uh, into, uh, what's his name? Uh, we didn't get to see any more Starman. He was just in the first episode, right? Yeah, I totally thought I, we were going to see him again to this episode. Yeah, and I thought we were going to see more in the third episode, but no. I kind of feel like he's not going to be in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not Starman. I mean, but it would be cool to see that character come up. Um, and, I, and I hope it's not he's on his road trip trying to find, you know, Pat and <laughs> for the whole season. Yeah. But um, uh, I digress on that. Well, so getting back to the Green Lantern stuff, I love that, you know, we, Pat and the, I, I do feel like that I love how they kind of condense the, uh, uh, the Courtney kind of being on edge and looking for danger to just this one episode. Cause I would have really hated if this stretched that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, her kind of figuring out, look, like in her head, like maybe I shouldn't be <laughs> this way. I'm hurting people <laughs> and, you know, thinking that everyone's a bad guy and looking for the bad guys. 
I, I thought that was really good that it was get, already getting annoying in the second episode. It really was. And I'm glad, but yeah, really I'm glad they, <laughs> they, they cut that off quick. But I, I thought it was cool. Like, I, and you know, she, she's apologized. And what was the girl's name? Uh, who was the, the Green Lantern's daughter? Um, her name is, oh, shoot. It's a, it's a strange one. Okay. Well, it's a strange one. Jenny. But I, oh, Jenny. That's Not a strange, a strange one. one. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? Because when I when I when I watch the show, all, whenever I hear the Jenny, I always think of Forrest Gump. <laughs> Jenny. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I I like the the opening with her at the orphanage, getting the ring, and you know her little origin. I thought that was really cool, and and then learning how to fly after she saved everybody from the ring, kind of you know the power exploding from the ring, not charging. Like I thought that was really, really cool. Like they did such a good job with that. I hope we get to see more of her and I hope she's just like off on her own trying to find her brother. Is that right? She's trying to find her brother. Yeah. I I really like this show because it teaches us like everybody's kind of learning their powers. Yeah. And they're not assholes. Yeah. I really (laughs) enjoy the learning of powers business. It's quite nice. They do a really good job of like, you know, it's not just an adult learning the powers in like 10 minutes and then he's a yeah. fucking, yeah, you no know, like master of, of yeah. it. There's a, not a montage. <laughs> oh, we've learned our powers. Yay. Let's right. It's gradualing. Yeah, uh, gradually, exponentially. Yes, exactly. And, and it's slow going. You know, they'll introduce a character. You won't see him for a while, but come back, you know, and they're not a master at stuff, but they've done their little journey, whether we see it or not. And I like that we kind of can get to see everybody sort of come back together. And it was cool to see in this latest episode, them like, we need to go after the shade. You know, here's the shade. He's in town. He's this old villain who killed Dr. Midnight. Did he kill Dr. Midnight? Uh, you know, that's another question that we learned in this third episode. Yep. Like, I love how they show it happen. And then you're like, then he's like, He's like, you don't know anything about what you're talking about. We're like, are are they showing us flashbacks of things that didn't happen now? <laughs> you know, because uh, I don't, I, we don't know. Like, is Doctor Midnight really dead? Is Chuck really gone? Uh, I I am very curious to see what's going on with this character and the twist they throw at us at the end of the episode. Um, you know, because we see, uh, you know, God, another name I can't freaking remember uh the dragon's daughter with the eye sydney. turning into sydney t- sur- turning into eclipso and just wrecking her mom yeah. as eclipso with bad. like the half diagonal shaded face just so terrifying like i love that so much and and just the the fact that, that she's letting <laughs> eclipso consume her and manipulate her to the like hundredth degree is like, she's just a child and he is just, just like savoring every moment (laughs) of, of taking her over. It's going to be awesome because in the comics there, you know, in the comics, from what I know, it was the original Eclipso. And then it was a female version of Eclipso. And I don't know exactly everything about that character, 
but I have a feeling that they're doing this other version. And this, the girl, this, you know, she is going to be Eclipso. I have a feeling that she is going to be taken over by Eclipso and be this female version of Eclipso. And she's not going to have any really any real say about it, or at least he'll you know transfer back and forth. You know, even even though he said he'd promise he'd never do it again, which is absolute bullshit. <laughs> but it's it was so scary, like, and she plays it really well. And then you know we get then we get all this stuff with the shade, and they're going after the shade, and and you know pat is is trying to figure out what's going on with his son who found the pen of uh uh was it what was his name lightning johnny lightning johnny lightning had i like how they had like the opening little thing of this episode of johnny lightning you know saying hey, he's just like a sidekick or he's just like this guy who has this power that can wish and stuff and and, and then you know back to present day and now his kid has the pen and he's learning these powers and all these very uh, uh, meticulous ways to make wishes, or you know, also just yeah, like, like it's very unpredictable. Montage. I like that montage. Let's it, figure it was, out how to do this wish without any side effects. Right, it's like make me strong, and then you're like strong for one second. Or he's like make me taller, that was and he hilarious. just stands on a bench, on, on a bench. bench. <laughs> it's like what the fuck, dude? It's like, and you can't use the same wish twice. You know, and and then they they write the wish out on the board like it's a huge paragraph. So every little disclaimer is, uh, you know, disclosed. So nothing, uh, you know, is uh, is done wrong. I I found that very, very interesting. And I, I love when they go deep dive into the lore of a certain thing. So, you know, it can work right and they can work around certain that I found that very interesting. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then, then, it, then it's gone. Like, he accidentally makes the wish. Like, I wish this was in the better hands. And yep. boom, and it's yeah. another origin. Yeah, this other kid. I found that very cool. Um, you know, we, we, we only got to see, uh, you know, Pat's kid have it for the whole episode. And I thought that was so interesting. Um, man, I, I really did like this third episode. And them find, you know, going to the shit. And the shade's like, I can't tell you why. I'm not here to be nefarious. I'm not here to do bad in this town or to mess this town up. And I'm not going to tell you because it'll affect you. And and he's stern and he's sinister. But I don't think he's a bad guy. And I, and I love that we get to see that little thing at the end. You know, and he takes out everybody at the same time without hurting them. You know, and I thought that was awesome. They show his power, they display everything, and he's like so powerful. And then he's there at the end, and he's like, you know, this box had a diamond in it, and it's that black diamond that is Eclipso. And he's like, he is going to kill every one of these kids. Yeah. <laughs> and and I love how he's on their side, but he's not going to work with them. And it's it's so interesting that they're putting this character in that position mm-hmm. because he's he's he I mean I don't know he's like I don't know if he's the anti-hero is he a villain but I love how he he laid it down for everybody you know as best he could with, to save them you know he, I don't feel that he's very bad um, but it's it's awesome to see what they're doing with his character because I uh, mean when he was in that second episode looking for the stuff in the house. 
you know, after what's his name has died and all the little knickknacks and you had Pat's wife there. And man, he was so spooky, dude. <laughs> he was like in the shadows and then just disappears. And, you know, the way he's, you know, he talks manipulatively and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, he's a really cool character. What do you think of the shade? He's, uh, he's fun. I enjoy, I enjoy the power and he's out for number one himself, obviously. Right. So it should be interesting to see how he, his allegiances sway to what he needs. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know if he, you know, is, I just, I don't know. I don't know if he, like, at first I was like, man, is he looking for the Green Lantern ring? But then I was like, no, the box would be with that girl, you know, Jenny, who has the Green Lantern ring. And then, and then when they said the diamond, I was like, oh, shoot, he's looking for, you know, he's looking for the damn, the black diamond. And then I was like, is he going to use it? And then, you know, at the end, they, you know, they, he says what he says. And I'm like, oh my God, like he's trying to stop Eclipso. Yeah. And I love that. I thought that was, I thought that was just so cool that they brought that there. And it's like, he's like going to be his own little, you know, superhero. And, you know, he's not trying to save the town or save the kids or Pat. Like, I'm just trying to stop Eclipso because he knows how powerful Eclipso is. And whether it's because Eclipso could ruin whatever plans he has, uh, you know, and if he's lying about Blue Valley or plans he has, you know, with whatever. I, I don't know. I, I It's, but I don't know. I don't know what he wants to do, but it's cool to see that he's like, uh, hold on. Are you there? Yes. Sorry. I got, I had a call real quick. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm curious to see what his plans are, um, or what his, you know, whole plan is if they ever reveal it, uh, now that, uh, you know, we know where he kind of stands, um, you're sort of, I guess, I I don't know. He's just a cool character. Uh, shoot, uh, man, I don't know anything else about Stargirl. Um, I really hope we see more Green Lantern stuff. I, I really like. Uh, I really like they brought that in, and it's just something they don't they don't do on TV. You know, I really hope we get to see some Green Lantern stuff with John. You know, John Diggle. You know, I, 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 I we know that that that's a thing. We, we know that he's dealing with whatever he's you know dealing with on that end of that character and the cw stuff yeah but uh, it's i'm very interested to see more of that and i know we're it's coming up in the show on hbo max and whatever but in the cw sort of world i'm very interested to see how they handle some of that stuff and if they kind of go deep into into all that but yeah i really do hope that it happens i mean it's just one of those like yeah it's one of those corners of the universe they really haven't gotten into Mm -hmm. especially on tv and uh it's 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 cool man it's just cool stuff all right uh well that's pretty much it with all the dc stuff um let's get into marvel here 
And we have two episodes of What If that I I just I really liked a lot. Um, now with the second episode, it's the episode of What If T'Challa was picked up by Yondu mm-hmm. and becomes Star Lord, mm-hmm. and. There's been a lot of talk about this online lately and everything. You know, it's been, you know, a week now um, because the other one was just on last, the, the third episode was just on last night. And we'll get into that one. But uh, what did you think about the way they handled certain characters in, in, in this episode? Mainly like Korath, um, who you know, he's like a super fan of Star-Lord. So Apparent- funny. Yeah, apparently like, you know, uh, uh, uh T'Challa and the Star-Lord character is, you know, he made his name known, uh, you know, and people were saying, like, where did this name of Star-Lord come from? Because Star-Lord was a thing that Peter Quill's mom called his. It's just a, it's just a thing, you know, maybe yeah. he just thought of it. You know, maybe he just thought of the name and it stuck. Maybe someone gave him the name like people are trying to think of like all these different crazy semantics that can like why this wouldn't happen because of this. Right. And it just, it's like, why even bother? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think like, what if it's, I, yes, it's Canon, but like, let's not go too crazy about thinking about all this stuff, guys. Yeah. Th- it's a, what if like, <laughs> it's what if this happened? What if he's, what if black Panther was star Lord, you know, that is the, what if, you know, T'Challa was Star Lord. That's basically the title of the comic version of this show. You know, yeah. and it's it's uh, it's awesome. Like I love how you know Thanos was different because because he was picked up by uh, Yond. You, you know, the, just had a conversation with the Mad Titan before he ever had plans to eradicate half the universe. Like he may have thought of it. But he didn't start his make his plans go into motion. Now, a lot of people had issue with his strength, uh, you know, against certain villains and things. And I don't know if I have too much of a gripe with that. Uh, you know, seeing that he was, you know, he was fighting three different really powered individuals who didn't know him or feared him. And also had weapons that could harm him, where like Tony Stark never had those types of weapons, you know, and that's why he seemed so powerful. I I think that a lot of people were taking it a little bit too seriously, and it, and I don't think it's just because it's a different universe, so he may be weaker. I don't think that at all. Right. I just think that you know he doesn't have the same drive, the same motivation. His emotions are completely different than what he would have. He's not on a mission. And a person like that with a different like philosophy in his mind could act and react differently. And I, and I think that's why he kind of got beat up, you know, by three of his, you know, other universe type henchmen. For sure. And so it totally made sense to me. And I, I think people weren't thinking too deep about it. Uh, and, and I think the writers of the show really did think, really hard about it. I don't think they were like, he's weaker. No, I don't think that at all. I just think it was just the circumstances and his, the way his, you know, thought process and the person that Thanos was because T'Challa interfered in his life, made him 
you know, essentially uh, led to him being sort of defeated by these characters. And and I don't think that's much of a big deal because it just doesn't doesn't matter. But but it was just kind of cool to see this side of Thanos. And I loved the collector. I thought it was very interesting to see that he had collected so many different items. Uh, Captain America's shield, Thor's hammer, uh, all these different... And uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, the goddess of death, uh, her crown, um, and, and all that. Like All of that stuff was really cool. Uh, getting to see Howard the Duck and, you know, the double, triple cross with Nebula and how she wasn't affected by Thanos her whole life, you know, other than her little eye uh, augment or whatever. All right, and uh, Thanos was completely changed, right? Like, he still had yeah. the, the the desire to do whatever he wanted to do, but everybody was like, no, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, yeah, and it was interesting because it was like, yeah, he still had that idea, like you say, but it was like a thought. Yeah. It wasn't he wasn't really he didn't care enough yeah, to was, put it in it was by, like yeah. he was convinced by yeah. T'Challa not to do it, right? So Right, it's like having a friend that's just like, you know, what if this stuff happened? How would it change how would it change the world and how would it help people? And you're like, but you're not going to act on it, right? And he's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> it's cool. It was so interesting to see these different sides of these characters and and I love how because of that, a lot of people are like where's Gamora? It's like because Thanos wouldn't have done what he did, had done yeah, he to, for Gamora to exist. Exactly. He wasn't killing planets. <laughs> Gamora is still on her home planet with her mom and dad. Right. It was so cool to see all of that kind of transpire. And you're and, and it's cool because we know the prime time or, or, you know, quote unquote, sacred timeline that we've already seen and going back. And you're, you're, I love how when they tell us this new what if story, we can like pick and and remember and choose like that's why this character. You know, you're figuring out the puzzle pieces that don't fit. Yeah, and you've got like <laughs> it's and so cool. You've got Thanos's dark henchman with the with the collector yes. now, right? So it's yes. Oh, and the collector's just like, and I love. Oh, so this is another thing too. A lot of people are like, why is the collector like this? And the blah blah blah. And I'm like, dude, the collector is an elder of the universe, like. Just because the MCU has shown him, you know, weak against Thanos, the Infinity Gauntlet, it does not mean he's not a powerful being of the universe, you know. And and I love and, and who's to say that whatever artifact that he had collected in this what if story hadn't made him this ripped sort of elaborate character that they portrayed him with the art. So also who's to say in the MCU sacred timeline that he's not extraordinarily powerful, like, uh, you know, like the grandmaster, you know, they mean essentially they are, you know, brothers of the universe being the last beings of their respective races. And that's why they're elders. They're extremely old. Um, and in the comics, they are extraordinary, extraordinarily powerful beings. You know, just because we haven't seen that in the MCU in the regular timeline doesn't mean that that isn't true. Now, they really haven't portrayed them as that, especially the Grandmaster with the end having like all those scrappers kind of, you know, take advantage of him at the end of Thor Ragnarok. But maybe that's the case. Maybe they aren't very strong in the MCU. and That's just the comics. I mean, they like to, you know, take their own little uh, 
uh, directions uh, from the comics to the MCU. So maybe that's the case. But we just haven't seen that display of power. But I love that they showed this different version of the Collector. Like, he still seemed like the Collector. You know, we got the voice of Benicio Del Toro and all the stuff, uh, you know, that came along with that eccentric character. And I don't know. I, I loved what we got to see. You know, I mean, it, like, we got to see a Collector use his collection against the hero. And I thought that was awesome. Like, I wish we got to see a little bit more. Other than, you know, a little gauntlet he had that they controlled the boxes and, and, uh, 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 I keep wanting to say Enchantress. What was her fucking name? Uh, the goddess of death. What was her damn name? Uh, I'm looking through Ragnarok. Looking and looking. I don't, can't type fast enough. Well, I don't know why uh, I can't. Hell yeah. Hell Oh my God. So I I don't know why I couldn't think of that for some reason. I kept wanting to say Enchantress. But uh, yeah, I, I love how he got to use the, you know Hela's power and all that. And I, I wish he would have used a little bit more of other stuff. But I, I love that we got to see that. And you remember, like, the Collector, you remember, the Collector could have had the Infinity Gems. He had, like, three at one time in the MCU. <laughs> and it's... Yeah, I mean, he, pro- he might have had... More or at least three of them during this timeline too. That's what I'm saying. Like he he was probably super powerful, and I love how they displayed that. And I also loved how he was outwitted by the Ravagers. And the Ravagers were good dudes. They're freaking Robin Hoods, and because of T'Challa, like that was so cool. Um, oh, man, anything else? What else? What else do you like about this this episode? I I really enjoyed what they did. Yeah, I. I'm just really enjoying what if, like yeah, it's it's cool to see the differences, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, now the and, and and also like I love sort of the little cliffhangers they leave hanging, and, and I mean, and I know we're we're getting multiple episodes with Agent Carter, or excuse me, Captain Carter, um, and I believe she's the only character that is absolutely implied to cross over into other episodes, uh, seemingly from the trailer. We see her interact with Doctor Strange, or a version of Doctor Strange. We don't know which one yet, but that is absolutely implied in the trailer. Now, we know Chadwick Boseman did four episodes. It does not mean in all four episodes he is Star-Lord T'Challa. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that. Some people are like, oh, we're going to see more T'Challa, you know, as Star-Lord. I don't think that's the case. We may see Black Panther. Hell, we may see T'Challa as somebody else again. So well, and there's there's I, that episode that's coming with, uh, like, what's-his-name saves the, Tony Stark, right? And right, of, sure. So it could be another could T'Challa be, in that be, episode. Exactly. It could be a T'Challa-Black Panther there. or Right. We just know that Chadwick Boseman lent his voice in four episodes of this show. So... I'm super excited to see what is going to happen. And I, and I like what we're seeing in, uh, in the, man, the next episode. Like this whole next episode happens during, uh, Fury's big week. Like, and this big week being that Iron Man 2, Thor, and Incredible Hulk all happened in the same week. And it was, it, it was just so much fun to see like 
the show from his perspective and him being the lead and, you know, Natasha, uh, you know, uh, Black Widow being like the the second character along with, you know, Loki. I, I thought this episode was just so much surprises. Like, I love the Black Panther episode and I really thought it was better than the Captain Carter episode as much as I love that as well. But I really think that this this episode of what if the third episode of what if was my favorite just because it surprised me so many times. And after, you know, we get, we get everything. Like we get, we get the same lines from characters in this show that we heard so many times from the lines and those scenes of the DCU movies. And it was so cool to see all of that kind of transpire through Iron Man two and the injection he gets in the diner, and that does not end well. And he's dead. And you're like, oh my god! Like I was just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit! Like eight times in the episode, weren't you? Oh yeah, no, it was great. So good. It was, and I mean, and then we get you know uh, Romanoff getting blamed, um, and uh, we we get the. Uh, you know, we get her little breakout scene to become like the undercover agent from Fury once again. Then we, we get the Thor stuff and Hawkeye there in the freaking bird's nest, uh, you know, checking out Thor before he lifts the hammer. Boom. He's freaking dead. Arrow to the heart. You're like, what the hell? And then, then you, you know, obviously they're going to blame Hawkeye because he's the one who had the arrow in his hand. And then boom, he's dead in his cell. Like, what the hell? You know, every one of these Avengers is getting taken out. And we, we get the, uh, you know, we, we get the, uh, uh, the, the sort of twist and turn of like the, oh, is it nanotech? And who is it? Is it Loki? And you're like, Loki was the Avengers villain. It could be Loki doing this stuff to all these heroes. And that was my first thought. What, what was your first thought? Uh, yeah, I thought it was Loki too. Right, it was crazy. I was like, "It's totally Loki coming down to Earth, just messing with shit." And 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 you know, then he finally comes down, and he's in, he's there in defense of Thor. And I thought, and you know, obviously for his own motives, and 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 to rule or or to conquer. You know, he also all has these different uh, aspects of himself that he he's uh, he's kind of working on. And I and I, I love that. I thought that was really cool. And, you know, we get to hear his voice, Tom Hiddleston. And, you know, only four major character voices did not return. That was the, uh, we didn't get, obviously, and this has nothing to do with it, but uh, the Scarlett Johansson whole lawsuit Disney stuff, that has nothing to do with this. But she wasn't in the episode as as Natasha. Uh, Tony Stark wasn't Robert Downey Jr. Um, Liv Tyler wasn't Betty Ross after we, you know, well, we get to the Hulk stuff. Uh, in this episode and general Ross wasn't played by William Hurt. The only four big major characters didn't come back. Like everybody came back. Like the Rumlow character was still Frank Grillo. The other character next to him was still the same actor that played that character in, uh, uh, God, I think it was one of the captain Americas or, uh, uh, an Avengers movie. I can't remember, but like almost a lot of these main characters came back to play their their characters, which I thought was awesome. 
Um, and you know, and honestly, I don't really care that the characters come back or not. It's cool to hear their voice, but it's also cool to be like, Hey, this is kind of a different voice. And I like it. It's a what if episodes who gives a shit. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it does throw me out for a second. Cause I'm like, that's not them, <laughs> you know, but then I'm right back in and I don't, I don't have too much of a problem with it. It's just, I notice it. And then, you know, you're, you're back in the show and then you're like surprised again. You, you get to see Hulk and you get to see the Edward Norton shift like that whole part of that movie shifted to be Mark Ruffalo, you know, and then you get to see the Mark Ruffalo face on the Hulk when he hulks out and the hairy chest and the difference is he still has the shaggy hair, like incredible Hulk uh, with Edward Norton, but it's still Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. And I, I love the differences and the combination of stuff that they're kind of introducing here. And I wonder if most of that's just like contract stuff. But uh, now that they're, you know, so far into the MCU, like it would have been interesting to see Edward Norton come back, obviously. Like, wouldn't that be awesome? That but be neat, it's yeah. got to be contracted for, you know, Mark Ruffalo to reprise these roles now. So I, it has to be totally like waved away. But it still would have been really interesting to see that stuff. And, and man, the way he goes out and you're like, what is going on? Like with these characters and. Then we get Natasha getting like, you know, jumped sort of at the library, trying to figure things out and realizing Hope Van Dyne is dead. You're like, Hope, you know, Evangeline Lily from Ant-Man is dead. And you're like, how is this possible? And, and, and then, you know, who sort of, you know, access these files uh, you know, with, with, with all these, these, these potential Avengers, uh, you know, that, 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 uh, that Nick Fury was trying to recruit and like all these guys are dead now. And who is it? And you realize it's freaking Ant-Man. And I love how they got, you know, and they didn't credit him, which is so interesting how you don't credit some people, but they didn't credit Michael Douglas coming back as an Ant-Man. And I wonder if I was just to keep it under wraps because it was a kind yeah, of a cool definitely. surprise. Yeah. They and I, and it was just, I loved it so much. Like crazy Ant-Man in the yellow jacket suit, no less, because yeah. he was yellow jacket in the comics as well in, you know, in the, a certain time in the books and him using that technology to avenge his daughter who like shield, he blames shield for killing or letting die and not like, you know, uh, you know, being honored basically for her shield service, whether she was the wasp or not. I don't believe she was. I think she was just a really like high up shield agent. I, I, I just don't, I don't feel like she would be the wasp. I think the wasp was a creation after Scott Lang, you know, intervened with the Ant-Man stuff. I, I don't feel like the Wasp would have ever been. Well, I, I suppose the Wasp could have been created because the Wasp was uh, Janet Van Dyne as well. But, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, and I love how, like, I don't know if you ever caught you, you didn't catch this or not, but this guy, uh, Eric Boss, this guy who he does YouTube videos on breakdowns, and he does breakdown videos like complete like deep dive shit and he put this thing together of uh they mentioned the like whole odessa 
sort of uh, mission that uh, Hope went on. And it's the same mission that she, she died on this mission. And that mission is the same mission Natasha talks to Steve about in the Winter Soldier where she got shot in the stomach by the Winter Soldier. Like back in the past, like in the probably late 90s or right. Yeah, yeah. So I so he put that whole story together and how like the differences of like Natasha didn't go on that mission. It was freaking Hope Van Dyne that went on that mission. Probably got killed by the Winter Soldier. And I found that so awesome. <laughs> I just I just I just thought that was so cool. Like yeah, that the whole change of like time or whatever like Nexus event variant, you know, timeline branch happened probably started with that. Um, and like, it could have just, you know, it could have just led to all this craziness, you know, her death being the, the, the Nexus event that branched off to start this, this what if story. I thought that was really cool. And, and, you know, Hulk getting killed by, you know, uh, Ant-Man, everyone, all the Avengers dying and just leading up to this and, uh, the team up between t- Nick Fury and Loki and, uh, and, you know, stopping Hitman. And you're like, Oh, that's awesome. Cool. You know, and you know, and, and everything's okay. And then Nope. <laughs> Loki still took over the world. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God. Like how bad can this world get? You know? And I, I love the fact that, you know, we got to see all the major Avengers, like sort of make their appearance, uh, you know, um, you know, all of them pretty much died and, you know, it, it took all of that craziness for Nick Fury to call, uh, cap, uh, captain Marvel. And at the same time, the little montage at the end, at the end, you know, him finding uh, captain America. And it, it made me want to see a sequel to this specific episode and, you know, universe, so much (laughs) like i just want to see the you know what heroes could be brought together alongside the two captains to fight off you know freaking asgard and loki it was just really cool i i i loved it so much i what what did what did you think about about all of that like it was just so good it was yeah it was a great episode i did enjoy and I mean, to just see all those major characters get killed off so fast, it was insane. And so easily, and just, and also to know, like, like the, whatever Tim technology magic, you know, that, that he has created is that powerful. You know, whether it's that universe or the actual MCU timeline that we watch, like, like it, it's, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. how powerful or you know, uh, oh, they have created the Pym, uh, you know, technology, and, and you know, a good thing he's a freaking good guy, you know, because in the comics he was kind of a shitty dude as well, and he's he's been a bad guy here and there, but like it, it reminded me of a DC story back in the day called, uh, uh, God, what was it called? It, it was it was a. Uh, it was a mini series that involved the atom. Um, and 
it, it involved, ugh, man, I don't want to give the story away, but it involved like a complete mystery around a uh, elongated man and the Justice League and, uh, you know, someone killing off these heroes. And I, 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 I can't remember the damn name of it. Um, I, I, infinite, it wasn't Infinite Crisis or anything. I think it was like Identity Crisis. I can't remember what it was. But, um, God, and I have to look it up. I think it was. I need to look it up here. Crisis, was it? Oh, what was it? I wish I knew what it was. God damn it. I can't remember the damn story, but it involved a, uh, you know, a certain, it involved the Adam and, and an elongated man and, and his, his wife being murdered. And it was like this, this, like, why would anyone go after one of the family, uh, you know, members of the justice league or the extended, you know, members of the justice league? And them trying to like this whole mystery. Um, it was just so, it just reminded me of that. And I, I loved that we got to see an evil version of Hank Pym. I found that very interesting. Uh, it really kind of threw me by surprise. You know, after I figured out, you know, it wasn't Loki and someone was sneaking up behind uh, Black Widow in the library, I was like, it's 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 Hank Pym. Like I knew it right away, right there in the library. And she's talking, and she's like, "I know you're there, like, and I'm gonna fight." And I I, I knew it was Ant Man, and I and I was like, I was so happy that they that they actually made it that. It was just such a cool story that they could do it in such a short time. But man, I I love the show. I'm so excited for more. I still have, I have no idea what's next. And I love how we've only seen a few other things like Spider-Man, the zombies and some Dr. Strange stuff. And that's only like three things. So I can only really think of like three other episodes and seeing that we've only seen three, there's like three surprise episodes. We don't know anything about. And isn't that awesome? It's pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. It, it's it i mean they've shown a few like the avengers sort of you know moving around and uh, you know, we've seen gamora and the thanos armor and like i'm just i I'm, I'm so excited to see what's what's gonna happen next and i don't know what's what and how everything's gonna connect but the only character i know for a fact uh or at least that we've they, they've implied in the trailers that's going to cross over in other episodes is that captain carter and as much as I love just seeing anthology stuff, I, I am very excited to see, you know, some things or some of these what if universes kind of crossing. Um, but man, uh, that's that's pretty much the show. Uh, we will definitely get back here next week to talk about ever, everything else. I know we kind of did a little bit of this week's stuff, so there's not going to be that much to talk about next week. But um you know we'll get into titans and maybe some news will pop up and we'll we'll do some titans and news and uh uh you know and some uh, some other things here uh, as we get into the next episode of the podcast but 
until then, you guys can check us out at superboobtubedudes.com. All of the social media stuff's on there. And that old episode, you guys can play back. And, uh, and we love to hear from you. And we are uh, blessed and happy that you guys can listen to us uh, at your convenience. So that's pretty much the episode. I'm Dandy Serechia. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And keep on tubing. <laughs> You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.